You are now tuned in to the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? This is Superlative, a podcast about watches, the people behind them, and the worlds that inspire them. Spending time with the Blog to Watch community and the stories we discover. Let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Ariel Adams with the Superlative Podcast. Today, my guest is Mr. Eric Giroud. He is an independent watch designer um, from Switzerland, and he's responsible for many of today's best high-end watches, and actually a lot of very affordable ones as well. Eric, welcome. Hello, Ariel. Welcome. Now, you were so nice to come on the show, even though English is your second language. So I'm going to ask, you know, not as many questions as I would want, but I just want to say, I'm so interested in your work, and I think what you do is so important. It was really, it really a big deal for me to feature you for the audience. You know, I, I really think you're such an important part of today's watch industry. Do, do, do you know that you are? I think so. Yes, I believe yes, yes. So, what, what, what was it that made the watch industry lucky enough to have your talent here? Because I'm sure that your study, your education, was not for watch design. My guess is that it was an accident, maybe. <laughs> completely, completely. Now, for to be uh, honest, I studied music. Music? Yes, music. When I'm a kid, I uh, studied the music until uh, I have uh, 20. Okay. Uh, my dream are to be to be musician or composer. Uh, I'm completely uh, addict and in love with and, the music. And, and let me say, in Switzerland, you could grow up as a boy and think about being a composer, and that's an actual job you can do. Most places in the world, composer is not an available job for kids. But Switzerland, it still kind of is, right? <laughs> a little bit, yes, yes. But yes, yes. But after that, I studied architecture. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a very good musician. <laughs> oh well, it's it's good that you found that out early, right? Yeah, I studied a long time the music, but at the end, I'm not a very good musician and I'm not a really good composer. And I said, okay, uh, <laughs> I need to make a, to learn other things, and I learned architecture until 23. After that, okay. uh, I'm working like an architect uh, during uh, five seven years. And in 1991, uh, it's a Gulf War, right? And a big crisis, big world crisis, and I, uh, I close my uh, architecture office, and it's a very, very bad news because uh, after the music, I'm not a good musician. <laughs> I realize I'm not the good architect, and life is a little bit very hard with me. And, and after that, I stopped to working during two years for make a reflection and say, well, what, what, uh, what my future with the job? And I don't know what my career, it's very difficult, but I make some, attesting some work to working in a fashion, photography, graphic design, and product design is like a dream 30 years ago. It's wow to design an object. It's a very interesting thing. And I'm working in design studio, and the product we designed are the uh, some furniture, something uh, very interesting. And consumer. Where, where uh, were you living at the time? Uh, in Switzerland. Okay, where in Switzerland? In Lausanne. 
Understand. Okay. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Okay, Lausanne, and, and one day uh, uh, a guy arriving in the, in the office and say, "Okay, uh, I, the guy have, have a leather factory in Italy and need a, a watch." A watch from a leather factory. How strange. Yeah. No, it's not strange. It's the, at the past for for the, the guy make many leather box for the watch. And for arriving to and for to be okay to go to the Basel world, the, the Basel world say to the company, okay, it's possible to come, but you need to have a watch watch brand. And the guy say, okay, I make a watch. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy make a watch for sale, the watch box, and it's uh, it's interesting. And, and the people at the office say, wow, the watch, it's a very special design, special things, and say. And I make this design with great pleasure, and my design are the the choice of the the company. And after that, I say, ah, why not? It's very interesting. And uh, and I jump lonely at home to be independent watch designer. So this is the early 1990s. Yes, we are at the end of the 90s. Yes. Okay. So 98. Again. I- I want to give some context to people and, and why I want everyone to hear the story. Yeah. Because there really aren't any schools that set you up as being a watch designer. There are some programs, it's true, but the road to becoming a watch designer is anything but straight. Yes. Uh, you know, you learned music and through architecture, you learned drawing, you know, mm-hmm. industrial design materials, construction, proportions, the, the technicality of making both hand-drawn and computer-aided design, all of this you had to learn before you ever even started thinking about becoming a watch designer. Uh, yes. The, 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 the idea when I have 20 years to, to choose the architecture study uh, coming from my father, because um, when I have 20 years... Um, I say to my father, I want to go to the art school. And my father say, no, 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 don't go to the art school because <laughs> <laughs> it's too it's too high, it's too specific. And I say, why? I don't understand. I say, why? Say, no, no, no. If you learn architecture after, it's possible to 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 design, to create anything. And say, wow, what do you say? And my father say, if you look the all the fashion designer in Italy at the past, all these people learn architecture. It's like exactly. basic, basic studies. And I'm very happy today because the, the background of the architecture studies are very, very interesting. Very, and very, uh, every day I'm working like an architect when I, when I uh, create a new watch. And that's right. I was going to say, watches are very similar to little buildings. Uh, for me, yes. For me, yes. For me, yes. Uh, the emptiness, full, playing with the light, uh, building to build the case uh, with different elements, uh, the waterproof, one house or like waterproof too, and uh, the balance between the elements. Uh, Structural integrity? Completely, yes. Completely, yes. And I'm working like an architect. By example, I'm working in the cut 
add-on working like uh, some some watch designer coming from the art school uh, designed the watch at the top. So have you ever met anybody who actually went to school to become a watch designer? Yes, yes. Are they good? Uh, yes or no, depends. Ariel, <laughs> no, about the school, you know, when you are young and you are at the school, it's, uh, it's interesting, it's very interesting, but depends about your background and your desire and when, when would you want to go. It's very important. Well, you're a professional now, and you see the young kids coming out of school. Some of them actually have watch designer. You know, of course, there's watchmakers, but that's not the same as watch designer as we know. Mm -hmm. And you see some of their initial projects, their early 20s. Um, are you impressed? Or maybe do you think that something's missing in their education? Uh, I'm not very impressed. No. No, no. No. By example, I have a good friend. And the daughter, I have, uh, wow, 19, and it's five or six, no, seven years ago. And she's, she's wanting to, to come in a designer and say, hey, maybe it's better to learn architecture. She's finished the, the architecture study now, and now she's already for choosing, she, she's wanting to, to design a furniture, watch, and maybe... I'm very scary about the too specific study in creativity. You, you're saying that if somebody learns how to design a watch, they don't even do that very well and they can't design anything else. Maybe. Maybe, maybe the, the study are very good, but the opening mind to other things, it's a little bit small. Too small. Well, I think that what I've seen, and I'm sure you agree, and the word we use in English is multidisciplinary, and the idea is that you need to know multiple fields very well. You have to be a master of multiple things to ever become a good watch designer. And yeah. so when they say multidisciplinary approach, it means you have to have studied four, five, six, maybe more whole different types of things. For example, you know, how to draw and the engineering behind architecture, different skills completely. Yeah. It's multidisciplinary. Understanding harmony and aesthetics, which can come from music, its own special skill. Um, being able to listen to a client and understand what they even want and how to make them happy. That's still another skill. Yes, yes. And don't forget one thing. When you study at 20 until 25, 27, you are very young. And, and, and uh, I'm... I'm started to design watch design. I have 30, 33, 35. And you need to be to be more mature. You need to 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 be to be um, to be ready for that. I think it's it's too it's very specific. Is it a very competitive space? Are there many people right now whose job it is to be a watch designer? Yeah. Yeah. Is there is there enough is there enough business for all of them? <sighs> It's, it's very it's it's very it's very special work because we we don't are many and it's not many 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 work <laughs> right right it's not it's not an easy thing you're very fortunate many people would say you know being Swiss is maybe half of the battle right because you're right there um, you're very good at what you do but it is a very small world and you'll agree that 
the Swiss like to work with their neighbors first if possible. Yeah, completely, completely. And, and we, we need very many uh, passions. We need many times because it's, when I started, it's very difficult because uh, uh, when, I, when I say to uh, some companies, I'm an architect and I want to design a watch, people say, why, why, why? It's, uh, it's very strange. But the, la the last 20 years, this, the watch designer have a big evolution too. In what way? Yeah, because before, I, if you are in the 60s, it's not many designer, except the company uh, make the jeweler. And this is okay. the jeweler designed some watches in the big, big jeweler company. In the 70s, the people, uh, if you look the watch, many watches are the same. Because they're mainly designed by, by jewelers as opposed to a different type of background. Yes, yes. And after that... The, 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 some companies started working with the designer. You know the you know the name in the eighties, nineties, and uh, and uh, it's the link are with the business. The, the business become bigger, and the marketing arriving. The it's, it's a, the business built at the ninety, and after the millennium, it's it's a big big the business become big and the the. the the watch company, <clears throat> sorry, needs to have a new design and the opening mind, and it's a new. Uh, I'm very lucky because I'm maybe I'm arriving at a good time. <laughs> no, and you're right. You were lucky because you got in, you proved yourself with some designs that worked. Everybody said, you know what, Eric is a good watch designer. When you need watch work, make sure you speak to Eric. And in a sense, in the Swiss watch industry. Once you have that in, it's it's almost permanent, isn't it? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Now, how did you specifically get into very, very high-end watches? Some of the watches that you've made, many of the watches you've designed, are priced in a way that only the world's you know richest people are ever going to be able to own them. It's a very special responsibility to do this. How how did you get into making very expensive luxury products? <laughs> For me, it's uh, <clears throat> it's a very nice question because I'm working like an architect, and when you are an architect, you you're working at the same uh, feeling, at the same energy. If you this, if you if you build a very small house or if you build a, a big building. And okay, so oh wait, wait. So before you say anything, what I'm hearing is that where you were used to big budget projects. Architecture got you comfortable with the big numbers associated with luxury mm -hmm. watch production costs and prices. It's the same work for me. Interesting. Uh, for to be honest, uh, I'm working each year. I have a very good, very good uh, project with the big companies with a very good budget. Everything is wow, very comfortable, cool. But in the same times. I have some project with a very small company or very cheap watch, and it's very important to 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 working with a different people, different level of price watch. It's very important, very important for me. I've had some designers tell me that yes, it's very great to make some marvelous one of a kind thing, but many of them seem to prefer the idea of designing something which 
millions of them are made and people all around the world have it. Is this true? Maybe for some designer. For me, I don't know. What, what makes you feel satisfied? You know, when you see a project which is done and complete and the final thing is, is there, what, what are you looking for to become satisfied or feel that, you know, Eric did a good job? The, for me, at the, the basic way are when I'm working with a, people who want a new design, watch design, I say one thing. The watch is not for me. <laughs> the watch is not for the watch company. The watch is for people, and we don't know who are these people first. And second time, it's the it's each time an adventure with the people, the people inside the brand with me. I working alone, Ariel, working alone, and I like to to to, to working with the, the people around the table in a watch company. And some sometimes it's it's not easy. Okay, but we need time to to know the people, to exchange, to open mind. And, and sometimes it's, it's the project are here and the project are the result of the communi- community of the people around the table. That's my, my method. Some, some designer working in the design studio with people and before the presentation of the brand, the people at the, the office make a brainstorming together. I'm working lonely and um, my first things are to working with the people in the brand and to understanding together and we build the project together and that's for me uh, the satisfaction so you so let me i'm trying to understand this in, in my own way of thinking for you it's about the collaboration of giving them the watch that they're proud of that they're excited about that they want to sell that they want to market that they want to push you need to give them something that they would have loved to make them by themselves yeah. Yes, but the, at the, for to be honest, yes, the, the most important thing are the process when we make the project, uh, and after that, when the project are already the the people from the, by example, the people for the technic technical office uh, make the, the the definitive project. It's a step. Okay. After that, when I when I see the the watch are launching in a com- communication. Uh, by example, to the social media, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. But at this moment, I'm working in another project, and my energy are based of, about the project. You've already moved on. Yes. By example, I I never buy my my design watch. I never. I That's never weird. Buy. It'd be weird. It's like it's like paying to see your own movie. How could you do that? Yes, because by example, it's like an architect. If you build, if you if you build a, a house, it's for another people. And when the house is already and the people are in the house, the it's finished for me. It's finished. Have you me. have you designed any watches for you yet? Uh no, never. Never, not yet. <laughs> I need I need to have the the uh, the people ask to me. When the people ask to me, uh, Eric, we have a project for, and this is the brand and blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is the good energy for me. But for me, no, no. Some people say that to me, Eric, make the exercise for you, a concrete watch, maybe a small series. By example, when you, you 
have six years. <laughs> and I say, and I have, a, I have a good friend around me say, Eric, why you don't make a, a very good small watch, very high level in watchmaking, blah, 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 blah. And I say, every, every time I say, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a very good idea. But after that, I say, what's what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a new brand. It's my brand. And uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the man for this project. We'll talk, we'll talk more about that in a second. I, I do actually want to hear your opinion about that. But before we go there, I want to know what is it that are some of the things you collect? Of course, you design watches. You probably have other interests. What are some other things that you maybe collect or interested in or that you're fascinated by? Oh, for me, it's the, the music are very important. Okay, of course. The, and my favorite music are the soundtrack of the movie soundtrack. I'm completely movie soundtracks are great. Some of them are fantastic. Yeah. Very emotional, wonderful stuff. Very Com professionally done. Yes, completely. And Any the, favorite soundtracks? Oh, I'm a big fan to to Ennio Morricone, some uh, and some people make them. It and this is the link with the movie. And if you see the movie, for <laughs> when I'm when I'm teenager, I remember when I'm going to the move, looking a movie with a friend. When we go out uh, after the finished movie, uh, people say, "Hey, Eric, what do you think about this movie?" And say, and my answer are the same all the time. Say, "Wow, the music are very cool." <laughs> it really makes a movie. The music can take a a not-so-good movie and make it great. <laughs> completely, completely. I have, if you go through my teenager CD collection of music, you'll find that at least half of them are soundtracks. Ah, soundtracks, soundtracks, completely. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, a, I, I have a big collection. I don't, I don't, uh, I have many, many, many soundtracks. It's like, it's like the most professional DJing. Either oh. you make your own sound or you choose from like the best available music to fit the theme. It's such, it's a really genius work to do it well. Yes, and it's a big lesson to humility to, to when you're working. It's, it's like my job in the watch industry. It's very important to, 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 to give many, many and to understanding, to understanding the things. And the, the, the people make the, the soundtrack of the movie need to, to understanding the movie, to be at the right moment, at the right place. And, uh, and it's, it's a big lesson. It's a big lesson. But uh, I'm addicted to the movies too. I like to, to look at movies. And uh, another thing, I'm, I'm an arts collector. Okay. From long time with my wife, we collect painting, contemporary painting. Um, okay. And it's a big... Uh, it's a big inspiration to living with the art, not to collect and do stock. If you have a storage with a painting, it's like, that's nothing. It's got to be in your room. You have to yeah. see it. It has to affect yeah. your life. It really makes a big difference to live with art. It's totally yeah. true. Yes, and to change, by example, at this moment, the winter arriving, and, and I, I, we need to change something, the house, or to, to say, okay, we need some lights now because the winter arriving, and, and we need some to choose some painting that are a bit more happy in the house, blah, 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 blah. And it's very important to live, in, to, to live with the heart. It's, a, it's a very, very comfortable, and, uh, and this is very important for me, very important. But the most what about what? Wait, yes. What, the, mo the most important one? It, the, but the most important thing are the to to the emptiness. 
I like to 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 go many times. I'm going many times. I'm today uh, to the mountain, uh, and I like to go to the Swiss mountain for for to be uh, with the silence, emptiness. They're they're great for that. And it's very important for me from long time. This is my origin. I'm coming. My family coming from the mountain, uh, and I like to go to the mountain to uh, to take a ballad, to take a uh, looking the nature and uh, empty, no phone, nothing. This is what I say when when I go. I say that I want to go someplace where nobody is watching me and mm -hmm. I don't matter. Completely. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like it, and I need it um, from a long time. Yes, it's a big research. And it's very interesting for um, <laughs> to to be alone in the mountain, and at the same times, the some idea for the project arriving. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a form of meditation. That's where you get all your best creativity, right? Yes, yes. You have a notebook, a sketchbook, and. Uh, at the end of the day, you arrive and say, "Oh, you talk and make some sketches and say, ah, this is." It's very important because if you are all the time in the office, uh, uh, in my in my job, it's a, the big a big time or uh, for to the uh, the production of the design. It's a lot of time because you have an ID, you make a 2D, 3D drawing, blah, 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 computer. It's a lot of work, a lot of time. And oh, it's yeah. so important to, 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 have a, to take time for the reflection, for to be outside of, outside of everything. <laughs> and at this moment, the, the good ID coming and it's, this is good. And I need it. I need it. Yes, I need it. Do you draw every day? I'm just wondering how often you you do physical drawing. No, I draw uh, all the time. Yes, all the time. Yeah, I have I have some sketchbook everywhere. <laughs> I, I understand that it's you know it's like many other things that if you stop doing it you forget how you have to do it all the time. Yes, yes, yes. By example, uh, I living in outside Geneva, and when I go into the city, I take the tramway, and all the time in the tramway, I, I draw, I drawing, I drawing, make drawing, drawing. Do you ever draw people or just things? Things. Things. No, I'm not. I'm not a very good drawer. Uh, my 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 sketches are not uh, very. I, I don't have the the sketch or like some. It, people are hard. People are very hard. Yes, and and um, I, I draw like an architect, uh, just for the idea. For to transmission, that, but that's also hard. Getting your line straight, proportion straight, is very hard. Yes, 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 completely, completely. But it's it's a lot of uh, uh, draw, draw, draw all the time, and and it's uh, it's it's a it's a, it's a game. It's a very good game. And you do you need many many time for draw, draw, draw all the time. By example, if you design the hands of the the watch. It's it's a nightmare. It's very small. It's very slim. It's a, and the proportion. It's it's, it's a nightmare. But uh, do you need to to love it or or or, or you change the job? <laughs> you know, I have a a theory that I had for many years now, and many people also agree with me. It's true, and it has to do about this exact topic. And and the theory is essentially this: that. You get more beautiful designs when you hand draw them because it's an inherently organic thing. When you move, when you move your hand, you make a line that's organic. 
on the computer, things don't always look as pretty. It can be done, but if a design originates in a computer form, it tends to not always look as beautiful. It doesn't feel alive. Whereas when you do it hand by hand, sometimes it feels alive. So I feel that a lot of design loses something if it doesn't start with some type of hand creation that later then becomes a digital file. Oh, it's a lot of work. It's crazy. Nobody, nobody <laughs> know that. And it's a very, very, a lot of work, a lot. I have an example, uh, 10 years ago, working with a uh, Parisian company uh, about an iconic watch. And uh, very simple. And I say to the company, no, no, it's very easy. We make a new version uh, with the actuality, no problem. <laughs> and when I received the, the draw, technical draw in the paper, I see, no, oh, it's easy, it's easy. And I, and I designed a new version in 3D. We make a makeup and everything is wrong. I say, wow. And we understanding the original watch coming from a, a jeweler make the, the mock-up with the ends and play with the light, with the fillings, with the ends. And it's very, very difficult to, the, to translate this feeling with the, the light playing, blah, blah, blah. And it's a nightmare, nightmare. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of work to, to, to yes, Yes, but we are lucky today because we make a makeup in plastic very quickly. But but it's uh, no, it's very small, very small. By example, if you design a lux, you if you change a, a small things, it's a, it's, a, it's a, no, no, it's a. But I like it, I like it. But it's very important. At the end, we don't we don't have the feeling of the computer. This is the right things. Do you think that design has become easier? with all the software and all the rapid prototyping, or even though we have all these new toys, it's just as hard as it's ever been? No, it's, it's, it's completely uh, crazy today. It's very easier. Okay. For me, for me uh, don't forget my background. When I'm an architect, we design with a, with a pencil all the house. <laughs> yeah, the rulers, and you have the big desk. And yes. And we all this crazy everything. stuff, drafting table and all these funny tools and pencils. Yes, but the, my background is like that, to, to draw everything in, in, the, in the transparent paper <laughs> with a pencil. And uh, when the computer arriving, I'd say, well, what's up? And, <laughs> and, and today it's crazy because uh, uh, I received a 3D file with a movement, with some elements and I'm working with 3D. But Maybe, maybe my, my background helped me, helped me because, uh, by example, when I'm working in a computer, I print many times all the work. And after that, I, I sketching on the, on the paper and say, wow. Interesting. Have you visited the gift store for watch lovers? It's called the Blogged Watch Store, and we carry art, apparel, and accessories for today's timepiece enthusiasts. Buy your wristwatches elsewhere and celebrate the watch-collecting hobby with high-quality original products at the blog to watch store Right now, the blog to watch store features a line of t-shirts inspired by iconic timepieces and designed by the collecting experts at the blog to watch 
Made from 100% premium cotton, our soft fitted t-shirts are stylish, fun, and models like our iconic diver dial even have a glow-in-the-dark face. The Blog to Watch store carries bespoke yet affordable products, which the Blog to Watch editorial team wanted for themselves as the first customers. Visit the website to see what is available right now, and we ship internationally with new products coming all the time. Check it out by logging on to store.ablogtowatch.com. That's store.ablogtowatch.com. Let, let's talk about the idea of beauty. And I think that's very important because this is sort of the goal, right? Many times you design something new and people want it to be beautiful. What exactly is beauty? How do you measure it? How do you say, ah, this is beautiful, I'm done? <laughs> it's very difficult because with each, not each watch company, with each people you meet, the, the beauty for the people are different. Depends of the background. So be- beauty is not universal. T- a taste, of course, can differ. You don't think beauty is universal? <sighs> maybe, maybe yes, but after the history. It's easy after the history, after the past. When we discuss about the past, some people decide it's, it's beauty or not beauty. But uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, my feelings are very simple. Uh, I, I feel I'm very lonely because I say, oh, it's very, it's beautiful. And the people are on the table and say, Eric, uh, are you sure it's beautiful? <laughs> Let's say, uh, maybe not, because it's it's important. By example, it's important to, to <laughs> one conversation arriving many times and so people, Eric, it's very strange because we are, everything is already it's beautiful, but we don't sell the watch. And say, okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's too beautiful. It's too much. Maybe we, we need to, to create tension. We need to integrate something or uh, one interrogation. It's like in the art. When, you, when you're looking at painting, if it's beautiful, at the end it's a little bit boring because you say, okay, I'm understanding the things. If you don't understand it, this a question arriving, and when you have a question, you have interest, and if you are interested, you 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 ask something, and the the story begins. It's like the people. Some people don't are very beautiful, but some people are some curiosity of some people are uh, about the character, saying, "Wow, these 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 people are interesting." And in the watch industry, for the watch design, for me, it's very important to put something. Uh, a little bit uh, like a twist and say, what's up, what's up? And at the end, who decides is beautiful? It's very different. I think it's funny that some brands blame the designer when the products don't sell. (laughs) (laughs) It's really usually not the designer's fault. It's like when the movie doesn't sell, you blame the script writer. Wait a minute, I'm sure they started with a great script. You probably (laughs) mangled it on the way to the, the door of the consumer but you're, you're blaming the original artist for what went through so many hands later. Um, what, what are some other things that they, uh, they like to complain about that make you laugh? It's many times the, 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 the conversation about the beauty or beautiful are not around the table because the people wait about something. So let's, let's talk about the Swiss culture for a little bit because I think that Swiss culture goes in into the watch industry in so many ways. But one of the things that I've seen on your website and again and again in the, in the watch world is the, ru- the word rules. 
obsessed with rules, rules and codes and the <laughs> tradition and something that, that has to be a certain way. And then they get very proud of themselves when they break the rules, you know what I mean? Or they bend the rules or, or God forbid they invent new rules. Explain what is this obsession with rules and making new ones? I understand what you say, but I'm not sure it's it's the it's a little bit more like a communication because uh, if you look the, the the some the Swiss industry in the in many things, the success coming from when we broken the rules. No, that's not that's that's not false. That's true, but. I've never heard any other culture talk about rules to begin with so much. <laughs> Whose rules and why are they so important? Yes, but I understand. But uh, in the watch industry, the, the uh, a very interesting thing are it's uh, in the Swiss watch industry. It's many people coming from the international, right? If you remember uh, Mr. Hayek, Mr. Hayek have a part from the Lebanon people. Yeah. He's looking some uh, very uh, luxus group. We are we have a French culture. Uh, if you look the history of the watchmaking coming from England, from and and in Switzerland, it's a very very good uh, ex exchange platform in the culture of it. I think so. So you're saying that. Switzerland continues to be the best place to make watches, but the way to make watches desirable and emotional and culturally relevant, that takes a mixture of cultures together working on something. It's not just something that is ba is a base part of the watch industry. For me, yes. For me, yes. If each 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 brand has a very um, rich cultural uh, difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the that's the the, 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 the power of the, this industry. Uh, and with the business, international watch business, it's very high because you 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 have a conversation with the many different culture and uh, and inside the, the 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 watch company. If you if you look the, the very high uh, level of watchmaking, the watchmaker coming from many countries and this is uh, this is very uh, this is very funny because you are in switzerland in, the, in some part and you discuss with the english people with the indian people with the chinese people and many people yeah and, yeah and this is the the, the contrast with the <laughs> rules <laughs> the rules I, I don't understand this thing but when you you are an architect and a musician the rules are the the base of the work. Right, right. I, I, I do, I do understand it. I just like to joke about it because <laughs> it's a joke. You know, I, in Audemars Piguet, I, you know, they have this phrase where it's like, uh, be, you know, before you can break the rules, you must master them, or something like that. And you know, everyone's always asking, like, what what rules have you actually broken? Broken Audemars Piguet. You know, it's sort of like this joke about how how only the the brands take this concept seriously, and so. It's interesting to talk about it because it is a very real part of the culture, especially when you're raised doing things like watchmaking as a technical craft has a lot of rules. Music making has a lot of rules. Architecture has a lot of rules. And it's a reminder that watchmaking comes from 
uh, utilitarian, a tool-making background, not a purely artistic background, right? Completely, completely. Do, do you need rules when you learn a, a, a profession? You need. I hope you so. Need. And after that, when you work, you 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 play with these rules, but it's it's very heavy. And the third 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 phase are to broken a little bit the rules for to if you have some soul and some feelings for make something new. Do you speak about uh, Omar Piguet? Omar Piguet are very strong with the rules because the, the Royal Oak are very, the design is strong and this design during from more 40 years. This is more. More. This it was 40 is years in 2012. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's almost 50 years. <laughs> and it's very interesting the, the, the durability of the, the rules. But in the same times, two or three years ago, four years ago, uh, Audemars Piguet decided to create a new collection. A little bit for blocking the rules, for opening minds, for saying, hey, guys, we, we need to open minds and to be contemporary and blah, 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 blah. And this is the result of the rules. When the rules are too heavy, the people need to block the rules and to make other things. And that's the result of many new watchmakers like MBNF, Ouverk, uh, De Béthune. This is the very interesting things. That's the result of we need to block the rules. But... We accept the rules. We don't are uh, out, out of the box. This is uh, very interesting. So how do you break the rules? Because you make products that are elegant and lovely, but they're original. They're all original. You're a very original person. I can tell that you hate copying in any way, which is great, you know, especially for a real artist. But to, to get that originality, you must break rules once in a while while still also making your clients happy. What is your own strategy on how to get this done? Oh, for to be honest, I don't have a, a big strategy. When I have a project, uh, uh, <laughs> I play with the rules, okay? And with the reflection sometimes I say, oh, well, okay, it's cool, but it's a little bit boring. We need to, to keep another way. And I, I make some proposals completely different, opening mind for breaking the rules. Sometimes the people say, oh, that's very interesting, but okay, but don't make the project. Sometimes the people is crying and, and say, oh, Eric, it's very ugly and it's, it's not the DNA. Okay, this is the new name DNA, okay. And sometimes people say, oh, okay, we go. And I try to 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 broken the rules sometimes but in some brand and some briefing it's not possible by example at this moment i'm working in a very high iconic watch okay and the people say eric we need to be uh, to make the the watch about this iconic watch for the future and it's very very difficult because what are iconic in this watch and in the watch industry, some iconic watch have 50 years, okay, but during the 50 years, no evolution. So they need they need to have some something to make them alive again because you can't just have a zombie walking. Yeah. If you, by example, if you look the the Porsche 911, in 50 years, each year, each year, 
Do you have an evolution of the, of the car, the design, the security, everything? Yeah, it always changes, always. Yes, and the car, if you look, the, this car during 50 years is crazy work. And in the watch industry, sometimes some watches have 50 years and have the same design like at the start. Don't. Now, how is it that you have remained independent? Surely you have been offered in-house work at brands. Surely you have been offered some very attractive opportunities. What has made it possible for you to stay independent? Surely a very fortunate and, and, and you know, difficult position. I'm sure you've had to make sacrifices to stay independent, but ultimately probably the best choice. Oh, it's uh, the, 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 the choice from uh, <laughs> from long time. But uh, sometimes some company asks to me for coming on. But uh, I have a problem for working in an office with the people. I, I don't like to go to the office in the morning. Well, you're I, a creative. Uh, maybe, but uh, I never, I never have that. Look, I'm I'm a night person as well. I engineered a lifestyle around not having to wake up early. I, I, at the very least, can relate to you. Yeah. Because that environment is stifling. Having to deal with all the protocol doesn't leave a lot of room for creativity. It really doesn't. Yes. Yes, completely. And I'd, I'd like to work in Lonely. And I like it. And I, and I build this method of work. And yes, I'm... Uh, uh, in the last 10 years, during the last 10 years, I have some opportunity, crazy, working in a big watch company. I'm sure, and, I'm sure. Yes, yes. And, and all the time I say, okay, thank you. It's, I'm, very, uh, I'm very happy to think about me. Yes, yes. But uh, you don't know me. You don't know me. And I don't want working with only one watch company first because the, the plurality are very important. It's very crazy to working in, the, in one week in five or seven different watch company in a different level of, uh, of, uh, of taste, of uh, public price, etc. And uh, to going in one watch company for make the design, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm the man. I'm not sure. Let me tell you the story about how I first learned about you. And it was through MBNF and Max Busser, who revolutionized this idea of telling everybody who was responsible for the project. And I started writing about watches in 2007, you know, three years after MBNF started. And each time I looked at the press release of a new watch, I saw a name pop up again and again and again. Eric Giroud, Eric Giroud, Eric Giroud. And and then I kept seeing it pop up more times and more times and more times. I'm like, wow, this guy's very, very prolific. You know, is he, uh, is he killing all the competition? What's going on here? And then I learned that, no, no, what he does is very, very hard. And he's very lucky that he, you know, is, is, has the right context because not so many people can do what Eric can do. So my question is, why has Max Booster never said, let me, let me run an Eric Giroud brand? You know, you've certainly helped him sell a lot of beautiful watches. Why hasn't he said, you know, be my clone and go around and talk about the watches that inspired from your childhood? How did you resist uh, the charm of Max? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's very interesting because I met Max in, in Baselworld a long time ago, 16 years ago. Right. 
Uh, I'm going to Basel World with uh, speak, Peter Speakmarine. Okay. We make the fair together. And uh, I don't have work. Each each evening, I, uh, we take a beer together and uh, Peter say to me, Eric, all the days, crazy day, I don't have work. And Peter <laughs> say to me, <laughs> say, I close maybe the office. It's very difficult this year. <laughs> and, and Peter say, you, you need to meet Max Busser to Harry Winston. And I meet Max to Harry Winston. And after that, I'm working a little bit with Max and the team to Harry Winston. Great, he gave you a job. Yes, and I learned many, and I learned many. This is the first time working with uh, Christophe Claret for some piece. And uh, no, it's very interesting. And after that, when Max started the company MBNF, uh, at the start, it's just Max and me for the design. And it's very comfortable to working with Max because Max has many ideas. All the time, Max say, ah, oh, Eric, I have an idea for the watch, blah, blah, blah. And it's very interesting <laughs> because it's in the same level. The idea is very strong. And at the same time, the idea uh, let a big place for the creativity. And it's very interesting. So, so he, ha- he has the concept and the emotion, and you just have to come up with the visuals. Yes. By example, with the Bulldog, Bulldog watch. Mm-hmm. Right. Max say to me, Eric, why we don't make a watch like a dog? Say a dog. Yeah. Are you a watch? <laughs> like, like, why did you ever think of that? <laughs> the link between the dog and the watch, uh, Max, please. And it's very interesting because uh, the, the liberty of think are very, very high. And after that, when I when I'm arriving with the first design, Max say it's it's not really a dog. Say no, it's not really a dog. <laughs> And and we, we have a good exchange. Max say to me, but it's not really a dog, but the projects are very interesting. And that's that's the feeling between two people to to let the place to the to work, to the imagination. And uh, it's very interesting because uh, it's very hard to have this uh, alter ego for working. And um, how many times do you have to go back and forth with Max before you come up with a final one? Is it is it many revisions or does it take three or four times and usually you have something? Uh, depends the project. Okay. By example, the, the ladies watch during uh, many, many years because we are completely scary about the is a part of watch. Ladies watch. Say, wow. Is like the Boucheron, like the Boucheron one? Not the uh, flying oh, Okay, okay. Flying T, it's a, it's a... So later, later, after much later. Yeah, the, the, with the Flying T, if you look the, the sketchbook, we have uh, 25 different projects. Completely crazy. And at the end, we, we designed a very simple watch. And it's uh, interesting. Now with Max, with the Eric Giro brand, it's um, maybe in the future. I don't know. We, we never discuss about that. It seems like a scary thing because, as we know, there are many watchmakers who can no longer use their own name. Our friend Peter is one of them. And so you're an observant person. You see what happens to the other people who uh, make a brand out of their name. More often than not, the... The end is, uh, is, is, is more negative than positive. It seems like that's a hard thing to do. Yes, but 
I, 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 I don't think I'm the man for the promotional uh, part of the watch. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, look, you have, you have like uh, at Parmigiani, you have Michel Parmigiani, who, you know, he's he's relatively shy in the scheme of things. You know, he's almost the opposite of Max when it comes to presentations and things like that. You know, there there is something to be said by having a house run by a strong creative director. Yeah. You know, and so it would be you would. I, that's what I've always seen you as, not as the brand's designer. And not as the brand's leader, but as the brand's creative director who has a environment around him to support him, you know, to incubate, if you will. You, the, it, it's like, you know, it's like a law firm. You have, what do you have? You have lawyers who are supposed to do the billable hours and then the administration staff to make sure that they have a structure around it. You just need the structure. Yes, completely. No, completely. And... Uh, it's a choice to 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 find my my real place. Uh, when I'm a little bit more younger, I say, okay, maybe I make my own brand. I remember ten years ago, some people asked me and say, okay, Eric, we, we put the money <laughs> and we make uh, the Eric Jill watch and say, why, 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 why? And it's 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 not. Look, here's the thing. I think that everyone takes the direct route there. This is actually a perfect instance to say don't follow the rules, break them. It's like, you know that you could bring something to the table. You know that you as being the mastermind creatively could work. Yeah. But putting your name as the name of the company, is that the right thing? I don't know. It's some, there's got to be some twist. Some twist. Completely, yes. No, it's not in my mind. And uh, uh, the last year, I have big reflection about that because uh, I don't have many work, and uh, and this year we restarted very good year in the office. We have many work and things, and say, uh, uh, and and I don't have this uh, this uh, this project. No, not really. No, I like to 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 working with the people, and uh, this is the best moment for me. This is the best. There moment. It's a very freeing thing. Yes, and build project. By example, with Max, it's a real pleasure to build the, the project with the Max and the team, MBNF team. Max said to me, Eric, it's uh, a <laughs> by example, or something different. And I'm working a little bit, I'm going, looking with Max. And after that, when we are already, we are arriving with the team and the team says, oh, whoa, 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 what's up, Eric, Max, what's up? And say so after that, and <laughs> all the people working at the, and this is, uh, for me, the, these exchanges are very, very rich. And uh, this is maybe the most uh, best things in my work. It's when the people uh, keep my project and working on and coming back and say, Eric, we changed it and we deluxe because blah, blah, the technical things. Etc. Say, wow, this is very nice. Who had this idea? This is me. And I have 25 years uh, with the computer, technical drawings and say, this is very nice. Yes. And Max say, oh, do you, do you like it? And so it's very important to share the things. And uh, 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 for me, a project or like a uh, community project all the time. And this is very strong. So where you're going to be independent for the foreseeable future, which I actually agree is a good thing. I would like your opinion a little bit on where you see the most opportunity for creative creativity in the watch industry. The most conservative brands tend to be very conservative and not creative. 
these days it's unclear who the you know the, where the originality is going to come from in your in your opinion in the next 5 years what parts of the industry are going to have the most creativity originality and things that are going to interest the, the real art lovers mm. the last 5 years i, I think the, the most bigger company uh built build a very strong uh, image build a very strong business with a with the things are at home <laughs> the the big companies don't create uh, something new just make some adaptation about the trend and looking by the by example the color in the dial it's uh, it's very uh, <laughs> it's very why do they do that because everyone makes fun of them they have big egos why do they knowingly do things that they know they're not going to be admired for especially when they care so much about being admired I don't know. For to be honest, I don't know because I think it's a big, it's a big companies and uh, uh, the business is very big. And maybe the the balance between the business and the, the creativity or the business is very it's too high. It's too high. And after that, the, the, I don't have the conversation with the people with the, about the ego and say, when a guy say, looking on, Eric, we, we create this year a very cool di blue dial, say, okay, that's cool, that's cool. In your, in your range, in your company, maybe it's cool. You are the last one. <laughs> blue dial, it's very good. I'm not critic about that because I think uh, each brand has this... It's uh, life and this, uh, the market, the business, and, and it's, uh, it's not easy to sell the watches, maybe. So where do you think the originality is going to come from? You've already clarified. You don't think it's going to be from the big groups. Probably tend to agree with you. Um, is it going to be from the Swiss-based little brands? Is it from the international ones? Is it from what they call micro brands now? As a collector, I love to see new things. I love to see all the entrepreneurs, all the people who are watch collectors themselves and who end up starting brands. Most of them are awful. Okay, that's fine. But you know, there's always that five or 10% which has some staying power. But I can never, I don't know, you know, I'm not sitting in your shoes and your chair. I don't know what you see about the next five years and where you think the most risk taking is going to occur. Mm. It's very complicated to speak about that. But um... Uh, I, I I see the phenomenon, and uh, uh, for me it's very difficult to speak about that because if I'm working in a big company, we speak like, and the guys say to me, Eric, we we need you for to choose the color of the next dial, <laughs> by example. Maybe the experience for me are interesting. Final question, Eric. Um, and again, this has been such a such a fantastic conversation because we're we're almost at the end of our hour here, but. The pandemic is now hopefully on its way out and the world is a changed place. What are some of the emotional themes, visual themes, symbols that are going to be such a big part of pop culture that you think they're going to start to affect luxury watch design now or in the near future? Or maybe how have you as a watch designer changed after this you know, truly tectonic shift um, in, in our civilization? I think many things change because the the, the, <laughs> the part of the scary changed too, no? Yeah. <laughs> but um, depends the brand. But depends the brand. Depends the brand. 
some brands the last year are very successful. Yeah, sure, sure. And if you speak or working with this brand, it's very comfortable because the feeling is good, the, the, the business is good, and uh, it's possible for it's possible to open your mind and make some news. And with some brands, it's very difficult to speak because some brands are uh, are broken, broken. And, uh, oh yeah. And the people and the people are broken. Say, wow! Uh, with the last year, we, we lost many part of business, and we we don't know where. Well, it's in a, it's very strange because it's uh, uh, some some rules change, but at at the end, the, the desire for the the nice things, the nice watch, uh, crazy watch, are a constant. Completely yeah, constant, no? It's true. So that's very interesting. With MBNF, the last year working many, and it's very successful. And at the same time, so working with some company, the last year closed everything and say, Eric, why MBNF have, have too many success? And say, because MBNF don't first don't close. To set up a point, MBNF uh, decide to working a little bit, uh, not a little bit, many in the new project and this is uh, in relation with uh, the, the feeling uh, about uh, what are the brand for the people some brand some brand is just for the sorry just for make money and some watch brand are give many emotional things give many um, many cool things and depend not depends about the money some watch cost Two, two hundred, uh, two or three hundred francs, and are very funny, and some co- some watch cost many, and and the watch collector is another conversation. We need time. <laughs> another conversation. We'll have to have another one. Everyone, I've been speaking with Mr. Eric Giroud. He is the independent watch designer. Uh, his work is fantastic. I recommend you check it out. Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Superlative Podcast. Support the show by subscribing and rating it on your preferred podcast platform. For questions, comments, and ideas, please email the show at superlative at ablogtowatch.com. For the latest in watch news, reviews, and culture, visit ablogtowatch.com. Thank you for listening to the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe?